0: lived eight years as Laura Jensen, until I woke up and realized that it was totally insane to live this out. The the first time that it happened in the 50s was Christine Jorgensen, but Jenner took it to the next level, and and then 2015 it began to explode.
1: Are you a woman? Um.
0: Yes, for all intents and purposes, I am a woman. My brain is much more female than it is male.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the courageous, the stunning, Caitlyn Jenner.
0: We're ruining an entire generation of children. I find even hearing about it and reading about it so repugnant and so destructive to children.
1: Trans members of this
2: family
3: all love each other so proudly and they all...
0: Green drag performers together with little kids, it's kind of a perfect relationship.
3: There
2: are people whose gender might be a little bit of both or might even be neither.
0: And it's time that this stuff needs to end. We need men and women to step up and say, stop this nonsense.
3: Hello, and welcome back to Waking Up With Mel. This is going to be episode 33. That's a good number for me. I like that number. And today we're going to be talking about, you guessed it, transgender agenda. Because this has been being pushed down our throat for many years. And I'm, I'm going to stand up against it. I'm done. I'm done. That is so sad to me. Because here's the number one thing. You, my friends, are created in God's image. You are made absolutely perfect. And if you don't think you are made perfect. And you're confused about the perfection and glory you were made in. That is not of God. That is of the enemy. And if you cannot tell, we are in a spiritual war right now. And it is bigger than any war we've ever been in. Because it is a battle many people can't even see. They are blind to it. And then there's others that are very aware of it. And those of us that have been very aware of it for a very long time, it's hard to watch this darkness feel like it's overtaking us. But guess what? Beginning of the podcast. We win. God wins. We always win, guys. So you need to start to... Pray against this agenda speak up against this agenda and crush it underneath our feet because it is tearing at people it's tearing up lives it's a horrible sad thing and let me say this real quick I don't believe that any child they don't even like to go to the dentist let alone go and cut off a private body part this to me is just legalizing these evil vile people that are trafficking children and doing this legally because before they couldn't before the movie stars and all these evil, you know, Charlie, Charlize Thor, Thorne or whatever her name is. She's dressing her little adopted black kids in girl clothes and the poor little boys crying, crying, crying. How is that black lives matter? Like people should be standing up. This is, that is not okay to see that little baby who was probably ripped from his real mom, and now being dressed like a chick, and now legally she can say, "Oh, he wants to be like this," and go cut off his pri- his parts. Not okay, guys. Needs people need to stand up. I mean, this is going on at Vanderbilt. We all know about Vanderbilt, right? That will be next week's podcast, Vanderbilt. We need to learn about her because she's a she's a peach. Her and her CIA son, Cooper, and his brother who might be dead or might be Kathy, whatever her name is. I almost said O'Brien, but it's not that. What? Griffin, Kathy Griffin. We'll talk about that next week. I'm digressing. So lately I've been hearing a lot of testimony about uh, kids who were transitioned young and they regret it and they want to people to know. And of course their voices are being censored. Um, so I'm going to play a few clips on that. But first... Let's talk about this agenda because it's been going on for a long time. Women, uh, men trying to act like women, mostly. For some reason, women don't want to be men as much. But men want to be women for some reason. It's super weird. And you can never be a woman if you don't have women parts. You're just not a woman. I listened to this documentary this week called uh, What is a Woman? And it was by Matthew uh, Walsh. And it is so good. And you should go listen to it. And I'll play some clips from that too as well. But let's begin this podcast with talking about our latest and greatest trans tranny couple that the world loves so dearly and so deceived and so lied to. A lot of people know that Barack Obama and Michael, aka Michelle, were a gay couple, right? Michael, Michelle, Was is a man. I don't know if he cut off his parts or not doesn't look like it from the videos. You can watch online Looks like it's still perfectly there Um, But let's hear a few clips just about that So you're not just hearing it from the horse's mouth first time I played this clip to my ex best friend who will no longer talk to me because I'm crazy and she's not (laughs) Because she loves Oprah and I think she's nuts Oh gosh, you guys, it's so weird to be ta- like, I'll never forget when she, my best friend, old best friend, she won't talk to me anymore, but she's like, you're, you're like Gail. And I'm like Oprah. And I said, Oprah's vile and evil. What? Obama's a tranny. <gasps> you're just, no. And then I play her the cl- this clip I'm about to play you guys. Well, she's just joking. That's what people, I mean, like, oh, I just can't anymore. If the people tell you this and just because people laugh or like don't take people serious doesn't mean they're joking. Okay? I mean, they don't just go say this stuff on TV for no reason. They want people to know. They'd like people to know, just like that Billy Shears episode I just did. They want to tell you the truth. They just have reasons they can't, so they do go around and about and tell you the truth anyway. Okay, I'm going to play you a clip that I put together a long time ago. It starts with Barack Obama um, thanking a bunch of um, military people. And then he goes on to say, Michael and I want to thank blah, blah, blah. And I, I laugh because my dad's name is Michael. And I've never once called him Michelle. Never. So, again, I've played this clip for people before. Uh, it's a clip you can go find by yourself. It's so easy to find these, these things, guys. You, it's, you don't need me to got, hold your hand to do it. Just Google it. like <laughs> Google Barack Obama calls Michelle Michael. And you'll find some stuff. Well, maybe not Google anymore because Google sucks. I like Brave. Brave is a good little app for uh, searching things. Anyways, um, okay, so I'm going to start with this and then it's going to go to uh, Joan Rivers saying how she's a tranny and he's gay. Okay. Oh, and then there's another clip that's on here um, of him. With that guy, I can't remember what he did. He was like an animal guy or something. He's, he's popular there for a while. And he asked him a question. My kids wanted to ask, what you're scared of? And he said, when my, 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 Michelle, or Michael, or what, I, we'll play it. Here you go.
4: So a career I career move for you. I am
0: so excited. Okay. And I
2: should
4: do very well because I don't show And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president
1: or the first woman president? We already president?
3: have it with Obama. So let's just calm down. Got it. You know okay. Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry,
2: she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. It's okay.
1: Kids Asked me, they said, You've got to ask the president, does anything scary?
0: You know, uh, well, when my mind, when uh, Michelle's mad.
4: To be a before Andrea Page,
3: before Andrea Page transitioned to being a woman, she was known as Andre Page in the fashion world. Andre was one of the only male models in the world who was used on the catwalks
4: to show off women's clothing.
3: If you didn't know, the fashion world loves actually all a lot of actresses are men too. And I think that this is a purposeful thing because Hollywood wants men to lust after men, but men don't want to lust after men typically, especially straight men. So they would be grossed out. So instead they just dress these men like beautiful women. I just, poor men, you guys are under attack big time. You're masking everything about what a man stands for is under attack it's super sad and now they're trying to pretend like a man can be a woman the whole men and women sports thing is ridiculous if a man wants to compete against a woman he should be there should be like a sport just for transgender then because that's not okay (laughs) like how is how do women put women have a stand up for all these rights except for ones that matter like unborn children uh, you know, the fact that men are competing in women's sports. So now women don't eat, what, what's the point of a woman training her whole entire life to be beaten by a, a man. We all know men and women are made different. God did that on purpose so we could complement each other. And instead we're over here acting like a bunch of morons, not, not even, not even acknowledging that they, them, isn't even a thing. The only they, them is Jesus, Holy spirit and God. That's it. Everything else is a copycat. Copycats, just like the copycat of the rainbow flag. I had a dream the other day that I was spray painting all the rainbow flags that said God's covenant on it. Because, you know, it is. That's a beautiful thing, the rainbow. Why, why should we be angry about it as Christians? No, we should take it back. And, you know, what would happen if every single gay flag that was spray painted God's covenant. Then people would get all mad because we're talking about God. And then they would take their flags down probably. I mean, this is how, how much of a war we're in of good versus evil. And people just rather be um, liked. They rather be accepted. They, you know, it's a human nature to be accepted. It's not fun to go against the grain. Last week's podcast almost made me sick because I didn't want to piss anybody off. But it was also the truth. It was one of the only podcasts I've ever listened to of myself because I wanted to go back and make sure I did that in love. I want to always come in love. When I used to speak up, like I said last week at Ben's daycare, I didn't do it in the most loving way and I turned people off. And I don't want to do that. I want to turn people on. I want to turn people on to the... (laughs) That sounded bad. I want to turn people on to God and the Bible and righteousness and holy things and you know just plant seeds in people's hearts that there is a line of good versus evil. People need to have morals. And understand that having morals and values isn't being a jerk or racist or uh, fascist because they like to put the ist on everything. So, you know, if you stand up for something, you're fascist or racist or, you know, um, whatever they want to call you. And it's like, no, I just have standards. And that's how they've kept people quiet for all these years is they just call you names. Oh, have you heard about this and that? Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist? Uh, No, I'm a fact theorist. I like to read things and understand the facts and understand what the heck the word conspiracy even means. Let's talk about that real quick. Okay. So anybody who makes fun of conspiracy theorists, this is what the definition of the word conspiracy is. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. Okay. There's a lot of that going on by your own government. As you all probably can see now, with the jabs, with the with the fake, I just did a, a post on my TikTok page about how the pandemic was a plan, and I showed Event 201, the coronavirus stuffies they gave out in 2019. Um, if you don't know what Event 201 is, it's the uh, simulation they did to shut down the world, like they did. So they planned it in 2019 exercised it, had all the airlines there, everybody, to figure out how this was all going to go down, talk about it, do, you know, fake exercises. And then they actually did it in March of the next year. And people don't understand that this was a plan that even gave out stuffies of the virus. It's just insanity. Then I played uh, Bill Gates on TED Talk. And I know I'm digressing for a second, but that's okay. Um, and he was talking about how the next huge catastrophe was going to be this virus. And that was years before. And then I played um, another clip of, of uh, Project Runway. And there's this, you can look, go to, you guys, go to Instagram, put in your phone, K-O-V-I-D, okay, COVID. That was and is a um, fashion designer, COVID. And COVID designed this beautiful, uh, it's actually really ugly, outfit on Project Runway that they just love so much. Uh, again, in April, I believe, of 2019, this show aired. So it was definitely done way before that because they air probably like a year after they're recorded. So yeah, COVID uh, went and designed this outfit with, you guessed it, guys, you guessed it, am face masks. Because, you know, we got to pre-program everybody. That face masks are cool. So not only did COVID design an outfit for Project Runway with a face mask. That was so cool. They did it in 2019. Probably 18, actually. So I play all this on TikTok. I got fined and flagged for community... Uh, for What's it called where they take your stuff down? Community guidelines. So I, I uh, did that thing where you're like, No, i uh, disputing this. I didn't do anything wrong. I'm just sharing truth and it got taken down (laughs) you know we're in 2023 and we do not have free speech i'm surprised my podcast has not been taken down that is the reason i chose podbeam because when i use the anchor app which is now used by spotify i got taken down as soon as the associated press reached out the second they reached out to spotify about my podcast as they wrote in their article so free speech, we sh- we're lucky we have it. And that's why I continue to do this. Because until they take me down again, I will keep on talking truth, a.k.a. Conspiracies. All right. Let's go back to the transgender thing. I am now going to play you a clip of, and again, that first one with um, Joan Rivers was TMZ, and so is this one. And this is going to be Megan Fox. <laughs> is it? Really, Megan Fox. All right, here we go.
2: Right now, Megan Fox with me
3: now. How do you shake your head?
0: Because I'm pretty sure I'm a doppelganger for Alan Alda.
3: Oh, god, Out of I'm here. here. I'm a tranny. I'm a man. You do not look in the mirror and not think you're beautiful. Don't even. No, I'm so painfully insecure. Like, I'm on the verge of vomiting right now. I'm so horrified that I'm here and embarrassed and scared. All right, other... Transgenders in Hollywood that try to act like chicks is Lady Gaga. There are many occasions where you can see that penis fly out, um, on stage. So I can't play that because it's visual, but yeah, I have it on my phone and I've played it before on my social media page. Sometimes I want to make this a video cast instead of a podcast. So I can show you guys clips of all this stuff that, um, it would be cool to visualize. It. Well, it's actually not cool to visualize that. I wish I could erase it out of my my mind. But it is there, and it's online. Um, there's also that poor kid, Jazz, that they've been pushing in TV for quite a while now. I don't really know much about that kid, but I do have a little interview from that kid with Barbara Walters. And that child was too young to choose. People need to be aware and understand, if you don't have children, that children are they, – they like to make believe – They, you know, they like to pretend. And if a kid wants to pretend they're a boy for a day, then let them. But that doesn't mean you're going to start to nurture that and be like, yeah, my kid's a boy. Your kid doesn't even know what he wants to eat for breakfast or that you shouldn't eat the dirt outside. Let alone going and transitioning a child. It is barbaric and I cannot wait till... People are in prison for it. But you know what's happening now? The opposite. There is a father in California that has not been able to see his child because he will not go along with this crap. They, The governor of my state in New Mexico, Albuquerque. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. In our state. Our governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Look her up. She's as vile as they come. She just passed a law that kids can transition and have I believe abortions I'll have to look this up now because I don't like lying let me just pull up the article hold on this just happened all right so this woman I hope she repents because geez louise she's doing some vile evil things she's letting full-term abortion happen like all kinds of stuff and again as I said in the beginning I don't believe any mother would really abort their first full-term baby why would you go nine months and then choose that like that's just crazy and you know who does do that though These satanic ritual abuse people, they have their people that they like to murder the babies and they used to have to go do it undercover, but now they have governors that go ahead and pass laws like this. So now they can take poor trafficked pregnant women that want to keep their babies and legally take them to doctors and act like it's their will and they're wanting to do this when they're probably being forced to because they're probably victims of human trafficking. Yes, adult women are still human trafficked. So, New Mexico State Rep outraged at new minors' gender surgery laws. New Mexico conservatives are outraged at New Mexico laws signed by Democrat Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham that permits minors to access sex change care and abortions without parental knowledge or consent. Huh, yeah. I mean, how? How? How is that okay? How is this happening? <sighs> It's just insane. So we went from having a transgender president who then went and slowly, you know, just put his little disgusting paws and claws into our society and through our school systems. And and here we are. I mean, could you imagine if we had a Bible in replace of the gay flag? But we can't have religion in schools. Well, why can we have sexuality in schools? Why is it okay to promote sexuality? Isn't that for grownups? We are so bass backwards as a country, as a a civilization, as a world. Because I know some people out there, I see that half my listeners are from the United States and then the other big chunk is from Ireland of all places. And I think that is so cool because I'm of Irish descent and I just think it's awesome that people out there in a country that I've never been to listen to my voice. It's awesome. Hi from the United States. Um, But anyways – I just think that we all across the country need to stand up. It's not just here in the United States. I don't, I bet you over there in Ireland aren't as screwed up as we are over here. I hope that you, you know, I really feel like this agenda started with our president, Barack Obama, and I am so excited to see the days of suddenly where everything suddenly changes and we will be celebrating in the streets. That is a prophecy. It will happen, but, and I believe it will happen this year. I thought it was gonna happen in 2022 guys so you know i've been waiting three years for this celebration but i am waiting faithfully and patiently because i know god is not a liar and i know satan is and he's trying to lie to every single person that will play along that wants to go and change their gender and it's just disgusting and i'm over it and i'm just gonna speak up against it and i don't care who hates me for it now i want to talk about a personal journey I had with this transgender thing and how I didn't personally even think it was an issue or I tried to be, um, you know, not worry about it or not think about it or not speak up about it because it really wasn't affecting me. I thought, and it started for me with a child. I worked at this Montessori elementary school in Albuquerque and there was a second grader who was being transitioned by the mother. The mother and father were divorced and I don't know how much he stood up against it, but eventually he was playing along with it as well. So this little boy who we won't say what his real name is. Let's just say it was Josh. This little boy, Josh had, you know, was registered as his sex that he was given at birth, which Is scientific. I almost did this episode called scientism because how science is not science is proven. It's a proven thing that you do. (laughs) You can't sit here and say, this is a woman because they feel like being a woman. You just can't like it's, and I'll play you a clip that just says why in a better way than I, by just saying you can't because people are like, yes, I can. I can do whatever I want. Well, yeah, you can, but it doesn't make it a fact. I, I want to be 21 again, and I can make people tell me I'm 21, but it's never going to make me be 21. Just like people who, you know, I want to go to Ireland, but that doesn't mean that I, I'm there. I can pretend I'm there, but I'm not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why do they want everybody to play make-believe with them? If you want to sit there and believe a lie and make-believe and whatever you want to do, Don't make everybody else play your game. They, I'm told, and I have never seen this, but I'm told kids in school that want to be a cat, the teacher can't say you're not a damn cat. You're not a cat, kid. They have to go along with it. How is that educating anybody or anything? Now all these other kids are confused. They're going to go home and be like, Mom, can I be a dog tomorrow? You know, like, no, you can't be a dog. You're a little girl. You know, go to bed. It's just uh, so vile, so evil. So anyways, this little kid named Josh is now being called Tiffany, let's say. And that's not the real names. So on the register, it says in parentheses, you know, Josh Sanders in parentheses, Tiffany. And I'm like, what's this about? Because I got moved into this class in the middle of the year. And they're like, oh, this is a transgender kid. And I'm thinking this kid's in second grade. This kid read witchcraft books, all the Harry Potter stuff, all like it, like tons of witchcraft books. They, the kid would show them to me. Um, the kid had headaches, severe headaches. I don't know if it was because they were putting him on hormones or what. And I've talked about this kid before in, in my podcast. I don't remember which one, um, but I, know, I remember talking about this situation. So anyways, this kid goes, I was part of the school from the time this kid was in second grade to sixth grade. And I didn't stand up for the fact that, hey, one, most parents didn't even know because they grew out the kid's hair, had long hair. I mean, yeah, it had boy features once you kind of found out. But kids at that age, you can't really tell if they're a boy or a girl until they get to like, you know, where they start wearing makeup and puberty and stuff like that. So I wasn't sure, Uh, you know, if nobody told me, I would have never known. And so most parents probably never knew that their kid was in class with a their little girl. Think about sleepovers too. Hopefully the parents said, hey, by the way. Because I can't imagine inviting a little kid over for a sleepover thinking it's a girl and then like they're all hanging out in the room and all of a sudden, whoa, I just thought of that. That's crazy. Anyways, um, the fact is, is that it's a lie one. This kid doesn't know from second grade if it wants to be a dog, horse, boy, or girl. And now they're f- forcing it upon the child and everybody else. Let me tell you another thing. The sister of this kid was in the first class I was in. So there was like four classrooms there. I was in first, second, third grade class. And the first classroom I was in, there was a lot of juggling around of teachers and stuff um, there. it was. In, that's another story on its own. But... I was in this one class with a sister, and when the school year started, this little girl was a girly girl girl. She had dresses on every day. I think she was in second grade. She was so girl. Well, there was a Christian kid in this class, and apparently this, this kid and this girl, this boy and this girl, had been in the same class since kindergarten or first grade. Um, so now we're in the second year. Well, apparently in the first grade year, there was a problem regarding the talking about God in class, in school. Okay, so they don't want you talking about God to her little daughter, you know, their daughter in school. And these are kids talking. It's not adults talking to her. It's two kids talking about their faith. And she goes home and talks to her mom about it. The mom gets outraged and raises hell at the school. Meanwhile, she's making everybody call her son a girl. Do we not see the problem here? So... She ends up pulling this little girl out of the school the second year, the year I was there, because of the God thing came up again. So she pulls the kid out of school, puts her in a different school, but leaves the transgender kid in the school. Bizarre, right? So then at pickup, they would bring this girl, the daughter, to pick up the boy who was dressed like a daughter well meanwhile the daughter starts switching from being this cute little girl to like shaved head like total boyish so they were switching their daughter to a boy and their son to a girl like what the hell is going on in that family I, I do not even want to know because it's probably dark and evil so that's happening Well, meanwhile, me not standing up and just trying to be accepting and loving of everything isn't thinking of my own daughter and other kids using the same bathroom as this little boy. Like, not okay. Not okay. And I didn't say nothing all those years. And that's where I should have stood up first time. That should have been my first time speaking up and saying, you know what? I'm not okay with this. If you guys want to go and play make-believe with someone's sex, then you shouldn't make other kids go be using the same bathroom. Like that's not okay. <laughs> so here we are, you know, then comes sixth grade and puberty starts happening. Guess what? The little girl who's trying, who's really a boy is now attracted to girls because he's a boy. So he looks like a girl. He's attracted to girls. So now is he a lesbian? Like what? the f- Okay. That's the problem I have. Parents, Should It should be imprisoned like child abuse charges for doing this to their child. That little boy should decide when he's old enough and understand sexuality, which is far beyond sixth grade. I think, you know, maybe, maybe 11th, 12th grade. You kind of know what's going on around that. But I still think you're confused. I was confused. I remember when I was 18, 19 years old, Katy Perry's song. I kissed a girl and I liked it came out and it started this lesbian like thing where girls started kissing girls and thinking it's cool and they liked it. It is a programming and they started it when I was in 19- 1996 with kissing girls lesbian-, lesbian out and then they went, you know, and then guys were jerks. So a lot of girls got used by guys and they thought girls were safer and then it's not it's it's not a safer situation when God's not the head of a relationship and a lot of people rather have their own wants and desires than putting God first. And I understand, but it's not going to make things right or easier. So that's my first kind of thing. And that was my gosh, 2000, right. You know, uh, writer, Barack Obama was the president. So right around that time, pushing the, all that stuff. So then I was a yoga teacher and I've done an episode about yoga too because yoga has a lot of demons in it. And you need to be aware of that if you're practicing yoga. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying be aware that it's not of a Christian faith, that's for sure. And they worship Hindu gods. And a lot of those poses are the shapes of those gods. So just be aware. Uh, Anyways, so we have a student that I had no idea was really a chick. This man chick cut off their boobs and came into that studio and looked just like a man use the man's bathroom I don't think any of the men even knew so there there's one and I mean I didn't say nothing to anybody because it wasn't my business and if the guys didn't know that there was a woman showering with them and they didn't care you know (laughs) then fast forward we get this man who wants who starts the studio and he starts as let's say his name's uh Brian, it's really not his name. And all of a sudden Brian wants to be Brenda. And so he wants, he wants us to change his name. And this is like six months of practicing there. So he's using the man's bathroom. He looks like a dude full on, looks like a dude. And uh, then all of a sudden he decides he wants to be a woman. Change my name in the computer, Brenda. I want to start using the women's bathroom too. Well, women did not like that. They were not okay with that. And I think he even felt awkward going in there pervert thinking back, that's just gross. Like go home and take a shower. If you, why, why do you have to put yourself like, even if you want to be a woman, you're still got all the man parts. You look like a man, go use the man's bathroom. Like it's just, Oh my gosh. I'm going to stop right there and say, we had a problem like that in our church recently. And our pastor talked about it. And got flipped off in the middle of the service. And I posted that clip from our church, which is Legacy Albuquerque. You should check it out. And I got almost 90,000 views on my TikTok page when I just played that clip. And all of the comments were basically like, good for him. It's time for preachers to stand up. And yes, this is a yoga studio. And yes, there's a lot of demons going on. But you know what the owners of the studio did instead of stand up for their studio and stand up for their clients that didn't like it because they were getting lots of complaints from women that didn't like a man in their bathroom or in their showers they stood up for the one instead of the majority they stood up for the one transgender guy instead of the majority of their clients and they said no he gets to use the bathroom and as a matter of fact we're going to do a training this is the first time I ever had to do a training and the only time I ever will do a training on how to respect transgenders so they had a a little girl who was acting like a little boy, set this training up, who was probably in college years, talking to all us older adults who are over, most of us over 30, telling us how we need to change the way we speak and don't say, don't use gender when we teach our classes. So I, I call people, Hey guys, Hey, what's up? Like, I didn't even think about that stuff at all. And then all of a sudden I got this little college kid telling me I have to be aware i'm so glad i don't teach yoga anymore oh what a headache you have to be aware and and say and i think that's when they introduced the they them thing gosh it would be cool to kind of record that now that i think about it because back then i thought it was so asinine i could not believe i was sitting there it was like a saturday and i was wasting my time listening to this crap i left early because i was like i'm done with listening to this like so done listening to this And that was in 2019 so you know we've come from 2019 having little kids tell adults that we can't use the language we've used our whole entire life because it might hurt someone's feelings to now our teenagers are being programmed that they should be called a they them they are more special than a they and them I could go off about this, but instead I'm just going to now play you guys a few clips from that um, show, uh, the woman show, What is a Woman? Because these clips are so good and they need to be played and you all should go check out that documentary. This first clip, he's asking women, what is a woman? And he even asked a guy who's dressed like a woman. He has a mustache and a, and a skirt on. Okay, here we go.
4: I'm pretty indelicate. Okay. <laughs> I could be a woman too.
3: Yes, you could.
1: Defining womanhood is just a project of someone who identifies as a woman. Yeah, the but what, like, what do they identify So I'm saying, what do they identify as? They identify as a woman, but what is that? I honestly don't know. It's a simple question. So why is it so hard to answer? Dr. Marcy Bowers is the nation's preeminent sex change surgeon. Surely someone who does sex change surgeries can answer what a woman is. Dr. Marcy Bowers, first of all, thanks for talking to us. My pleasure. So you're a world-renowned gynecologist and surgeon. You're also a transgender woman. Can you tell me a little bit about... No, I mean, I I identify as a woman,
0: but... You're a woman, right. I'm a woman with... I mean, that's my life,
1: Mm -hmm. day to day but I have a transgender history. So one, one thing on your website, it says uh, gender affirmed GAV, gender affirming vaginoplasty. Mm-hmm. What is that exactly? A vaginoplasty is creation of, of female uh,
0: a female vagina and vulva. We're altering the physical characteristics of the individual to, to fit better with a gender identity that, that is female. This is all constructed from the penis? Yes, that's right. The surgeries are quite refined in the sense that they really, not only do they look like female anatomy, but they also function that way, for the most part. I mean, certainly it's a bit of a Faustian bargain. You know, it's
1: not perfect. Does anyone ever regret their surgeries? We know they do, but how often do people regret their surgeries? Well, actually, we don't know that they do. There are legitimate
0: detransitioners, and there are people who truly feel that in their journey they may have made a mistake now fortunately this is a really really uncommon phenomenon
1: I don't know if you've ever heard of people in the transabled community these are people who are physically able-bodied but feel like they should be disabled or identify as such uh, for example a man who has two arms but feels like he should have one if a, if a man in this kind of marginalized community was went to the doctor and said I want to have my arm cut off. Do you think that that doesn't have anything to do with gender identity? Well it's uh, some someone's someone's self identity, how someone identity
0: That's that's someone who has a um a and I'll accept it as a mental diagnosis a psychiatric condition. I don't even pretend to know what abdomenophilia is all about. But somehow it's the idea that you know you know you're Fascinated or charmed by having a limb or part of a limb missing. Mm. Okay, I would say that's, uh, pardon my non medical language, kooky. You don't see any? You think this is totally irrelevant?
3: Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with uh, cutting your parts off as long as it's not your arm. All right, so let's listen to what a professor has to say about this, because in my opinion, college is the number one place children lose their faith and get indoctrinated with the demons' agendas. Where truth is the foremost pursuit.
4: thinking about gender that's not women and man but gender as a as a social form something that kind
1: of infuses itself into virtually all aspects
3: word of social trickery form. right here
1: let's talk about that then uh i guess we should
4: start with we've got gender and sex right yeah. What's the difference between the two? Is there a difference? I saw that in your questions and I thought, my goodness, this is what we spend an entire semester kind of thinking through. But what we tend to think what about a waste in of a semester. the social sciences today is that sex refers to a set of biological characteristics and gender is a social construct or category. What I think is often misleading about that characterization is allowed to be sort of messy and complicated. But in that framing, when you split them up into these wholly discrete constructs, studies scholars, and, and really more specifically people who study gender and sex, we're not talking about sexuality right now. In the kind of, um, of academic universe that I travel in is that we see how deeply gendered ideas, um, cultural ideas about masculinity feminine uh, femininity, uh, maleness and femaleness, both in humans and in lots of other animals so are gender and sex two different things or? Well, I think that they, they both are and they aren't. I'd be I'm comfortable saying <sighs> that gender and sex are, are two different constructs, but they're deeply
3: intertwined. Okay. I'm just pausing for a second because this is how it is to talk to someone with this mindset. They, they go in damn circles and they never give you an answer and then they get offended when you want one. We'll carry on with each other. We're talking about gender and, and sex and
1: about a trans woman has all of the male f- physical characteristics, so would that not be a male then? C- couldn't we plainly say this person is a male?
4: Well, well I guess it's, it's like, wh- why are you asking the question? I think I, I, w- I want to understand sort of why that's so
1: important. So if someone tells Just you. Just to, uh, to uh, sort of understand reality. I, mean, I think when someone tells you who they are, you should
4: believe them. So if a person says that they're a woman or they're a man, then that's them telling you their gender is. I'm, I'm not so sure what what social um, in- interactions would have to do with with
1: maleness or femaleness. That we. Well, I'm vulnerable. not even talking about social context. I'm just I'm just trying to start by getting to the truth. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm really
4: uncomfortable with that language of, like, g- getting to the truth. Again, in social yeah, why life... Is that, why is that uncomfortable? Because that, it sounds actually
3: deeply transphobic to me. Um, and the truth? You, and, and There's the word phobic, transphobic. I, if I probe about what the truth is, you keep invoking the
4: word truth, which is condescending and rude. I'm saying was, to you, how is the word truth condescending and rude? Why don't you tell me what your truth is, and you're walking on... 30 seconds more of the night before I get up.
1: What my truth is? Well, I don't think I really have a truth. I think that there's just the truth. Like, the reality. And so, we should begin by trying to figure out what the reality is. Uh Uh-huh. And why
4: are you concerned with when someone else tells you that they're a man, or even if they use the word male, why are you concerned with not believing them?
1: Well, you keep bringing it back to you know how do you respond in a social situation?
4: By... That's what I do. I'm a social scientist.
1: Well, right, but we're in a university. This is a place of understanding truth, isn't
4: it? Or absolutely, we, we well, pursue truth. truth and Sorry. I'm a social scientist, and that's what I well, do. You just said the truth is transphobic. That you would say if you're if you're saying the truth is that I get to say you're not a man. Show me your genitalia. That's transphobic.
1: No, no, I don't want to see anybody's genitalia. I, I I just mean someone can make a statement about themselves that could be untrue like for example if i if i were to say that i'm a black man could you would you accept that or would you be skeptical are you black are you African american are you biracial i don't think so
4: well you don't look that and i don't think that's a it doesn't sound like that's a genuine statement of who you
1: are Okay, so that's my point. I I could make a statement about who I am that's incorrect. Of course, I think it's well-established that human beings can lie, yes. Well, now I can say I've been to college. Glad I didn't pay for it. Ideally, somebody with a bunch of medical degrees on the wall? Dr. Grossman, thanks for talking to us. You're a psychiatrist, medical doctor, and you've done a lot of work in child psychiatry. What is transgenderism from a psychiatric standpoint?
2: The best way to approach it is by speaking about gender dysphoria, which is an intense loathing and discomfort with one's biological sex. They exist anywhere between one in 30,000 people and one in 110,000. It's important to distinguish those people from What's happening much more recently, which is kids that never had any um, discomfort or dysphoria as it's now called, with their biological sex, and then quite suddenly, as preteens or as as adolescents, they come out and they announce that they are gender fluid or they, they start to question their sex. So first let's define the terms sex and gender
1: yes please
2: sex is biology sex is unchanging it's based on chromosomes 99.999 percent of the cells in the body are marked either male or female gender on the other hand is a perception it's a feeling it's a way of identifying it's a it's an experience okay that's that's subjective
1: it sounds like what you're saying is that if a man is male but
2: thinks of himself as a woman he's not actually a woman that's
1: correct told that really everyone agrees with the current approach to gender and transitioning kids and all that and if you don't agree that you're a dinosaur and a bigot so are you a bigoted dinosaur
2: I'm not bigoted and I'm not a dinosaur. I am rooted in reality
3: and in science. Well, I could go on and on and on about all the things and all the, you know, actors and actresses that, you know, try to pull themselves off as opposite sex, which is just an agenda from hell, frankly. And the New York Times, they posted this thing. It says, Victoria Secret cast first openly transgender woman as model. Now, the first open, okay, not the first one, there has been, Vic- this should be called Victor's Secret because Victoria likes to show men and make men lust after them, but they're just as beautiful women. I, you know, I look at these women and I'm shocked at how gorgeous they are or they look and I, you know oh and then us women we're over here looking at these Victoria's secret models and then putting on the underwear and not looking as good as these men do and them because they have different bodies girls don't compare yourself to anybody especially these fashionistas because they're likely dudes and you don't need to be comparing yourself to a dude that has had se- some severe plastic surgery <laughs> oh man i cannot wait till we all wake up so, I'm gonna end with some prayer, but before we do, you guys remember that kindergarten cop show? That little boy? You remember when this was just like normal? Watch, listen. Boys have a
0: penis, girls have a
1: vagina. <laughs> Thanks for the tip.
3: <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Oh my gosh. I wonder what he says about it now. He just said the other day, Arnold Schwarzenegger, that that if people believe in heaven they're morons or something like that. I don't these evil people. All right. Well, God wins and don't worry. And if you have a child that's um a teenager right now, you should be praying for them because it's an insane time for these kids. Dear Father God, I just pray that these kids, these adults train their children upright that they train them of the way you want them to be trained. You made male and female and you made us in your image. We are beautifully and wonderfully created Lord. And you do not make mistakes. And the enemy is a liar and he loves to deceive, kill and destroy anything that is made in your image and children. They are the sweetest, the most close to you Lord before they've been corrupted by this world. And right now, the enemy is trying hard to attack our children, and we rebuke it and we shed your blood over our children, Jesus. Your covenant, your blood covenant that you have with us, that you will never, ever. Lose, Lord, you are not a loser. You are a winner, and anything that we ask in your Son's name shall be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is your promise, and we thank you for your promises. We thank you for your miracles. We thank you that this darkness is coming to light because it's been hidden for far too long, and it has been going on behind, right underneath people's noses, and they just pay for it. They support it. I pray that people start to really question things in their lives that don't seem right. And that they listen to that still small voice that you speak to us daily. And I pray over my family. I pray over everybody that's listening, family, that believes in you, that trusts in you, that they just know right now that they, are, they should be freed from fear of any of this agenda. And we rebuke this transgender agenda over our children in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.